This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, April 5th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Moderate rural Dems look to reconciliation for infrastructure. Bozeman, skeptical of spending. Renewable groups push for blending incentives. Moderate rural Democrats not opposed to moving infrastructure bill through reconciliation. The top Democrat of the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee is not opposed to moving President Joe Biden's $2 trillion infrastructure bill through the reconciliation budget process if Republicans don't come to the table. Representative Sanford Bishop, a Georgia Democrat, says he understands Republicans may have some good ideas, but notes Congress can't be paralyzed by a stalemate. If we can do that, working together, fine. If not, we need to move forward by whatever means we can utilize. If that would be through reconciliation, so be it, to accomplish benefits that are so deserved and so needed by the American people, Bishop told AgriPulse. Representative Jim Costa, the California Democrat, also expressed a similar view when speaking to AgriPulse earlier in the week. Bozeman skeptical of infrastructure spending. The top Republican of the Senate Agriculture Committee, John Bozeman, the Arkansas Republican, told a local Arkansas TV station that he is concerned about wasteful spending in the Biden $2 trillion infrastructure plan. I don't think you'll get a single Republican vote on this because it spends too much, and I don't think it spends the money that is going to spend wisely, Bozeman told 4029 News. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, New York Democrat, has made a request to the chamber's parliamentarian to move the bill through a budget reconciliation process. This means Democrats would be able to pass the bill with only 50 Democratic votes and none from the GOP. Renewable fuels groups push for biofuel blending infrastructure. As an infrastructure bill moves through Congress, biofuel groups are pointing to increasing E15 sales as proof more funding is needed for programs like USDA's Higher Blends Infrastructure Incentives Program. Gasoline blending with 15% ethanol set a new record in Iowa last year, despite overall fuel consumption dropping due to the pandemic, that according to the Renewable Fuels Association. These trends prove that consumers are actively seeking out lower carbon, lower cost fuels at the pump, and that the expansion of retail infrastructure facilitated by USDA's Higher Blends Infrastructure Incentive Program is working, according to RFA President and CEO Jeff Cooper. Consumer use in the Hawkeye State last year increased 24%, according to the Iowa Department of Revenue data released last week. Data suggest Iowa retailers sold 60.59 million gallons of E15 in 2020, which is up from 48.96 million in 2019, and twice the volume sold in 2017. The goal of the HBII program is to increase significantly the sales and use of higher blends of ethanol and biodiesel by expanding the infrastructure for renewable fuels derived from U.S. agriculture products, according to USDA. 
We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. USTR's renewed Vietnam investigation is a concern for U.S. pork. The Office of the U.S. Trade Representative decided not to punish Vietnam for currency manipulation, but the Biden administration has revived the Section 301 investigation, and the National Pork Producers Council is warning again that new trade frictions could hurt rising pork trade between the countries. USTR Catherine Tai, quote, highlighted the Biden administration's concerns about currency practices covered in the ongoing Section 301 investigation when she spoke last week with Vietnam's top trade official, according to USTR's readout of the meeting. If the U.S. were to hit Vietnam with tariffs, there's a good chance the country would respond by retaliating on U.S. pork, NPPC argued. Pork is the primary meat consumed in Vietnam, but recent bouts with African swine fever have pushed the country to import a lot more. U.S. pork exports to the country rose by 370% from 2015 to 2019, that according to USDA data. Uruguay to boost soybean production and exports. Poor growing conditions in February and March will mean Uruguay soybean harvest and exports will be weaker than expected. But that's expected to turn around sharply for the 2021-22 marketing year, according to a new analysis from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Uruguayan farmers are expected to plant a lot more acres with soybeans, and production will rise to 3.125 million metric tons, according to FAS analysis. That would be about a 47% increase from the 2.125 million tons for 2020-21. FAS is now predicting that Uruguay will export 2.93 million tons in 2021-22, up from 1.965 million tons. Uruguay's share of the Chinese market is falling, and that trend is expected to continue. But the Middle Eastern market is expected to continue to increase its imports from the South American country. Federal aid boosts supermarket spending. Low-income Americans spend $8.4 billion a month on food using SNAP and pandemic EBT benefits during the pandemic last year. That according to a new study by USDA's Economic Research Service. That was an 86% increase over a comparable six-month period in 2019. Pandemic EBT benefits go to families whose children normally would be getting free or reduced-price meals at school. Together with SNAP, those benefits accounted for nearly 12% of what Americans spent on food at home from April through September 2020. Take note, the study also showed how spending online has grown sharply 
although it's still relatively small compared to what recipients spend in stores. SNAP and PEBT receipts used $196.3 million in benefits online in September, up from $2.9 million in February 2020. Organic Standards Board seeks members. The National Organic Standards Board is looking for new members. The 15-member Volunteer Advisory Board, appointed by a Secretary of Agriculture, considers public comments and makes recommendations on the national list of allowed and prohibited substances and other topics involved in organic agriculture. USDA is seeking nominations of qualified individuals for four open seats on the NOSB, each of which carries a five-year term. Current openings for positions beginning in January 2022 include one individual who owns or operates an organic farming operation or an employee of such an individual, one with expertise in areas of environmental protection and resource conservation, one who represents public interest or consumer interest groups, and one with expertise in the fields of toxicology, ecology, or biochemistry. Here's today's She Said It. My heart is with the family and friends of the Capitol Police officer who died protecting our Capitol today. I am monitoring this serious situation and thinking of all of the brave officers who work to keep us safe. God bless you. That Michigan Democrat and Senate Agriculture Committee Chair Debbie Stabenow reacting April 2nd to the death of Capitol Police Officer William Billy Evans. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, April 5th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.